The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys from the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Today we preview the Dallas defense going up against the Houston Texans offense. It's a Lone Star State battle, and we turn the page from the Cowboys' win over Indianapolis, and now we turn our attention to Week 14 of the NFL season. Chris Beam running it all in the back. We've got Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, how we doing? Fantastic. Yeah, it's good, man. Yeah? Good. Got a pen in your mouth. That's and right. You know what I'm saying? Like the Uncle Rico. Right there. Oh, Uncle Rico. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah um, good, man. It's like a stylist. That's not even a pen. Well, I mean, you know. You're, you're next level. You're you, only you technology. This, this form of technology. Is I that mean, an Apple quiet. pen? No, no, you're still on Definitely not Apple pen. cables. So. <laughs> what? Hey, listen here. You're still on composite the cables. most quality sound <laughs> is on composite. Do you actually have any kind of composite sound in your? It's random. My house. I have an old house, Kyle. I don't have whatever. You have every. I have the same house I had when I got drafted here in Dallas. Yeah, but it's got every upgrade in the possible book because there's a certain point of no return. See, once you do so many upgrades, you actually outprice point the 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 surrounding. Stop it. Okay. Here's the thing. I know what the Listen, answer to this question is. The best audio is con- composite. We're, we're done. We're done. When, we're when done. you are grilling in the back patio, uh-huh. is there a TV out there? Yeah. Boom. There's that. It's old. TV is the guy. grill? Is, it, is the grill? UHF VHF. Are you? Are you? Are you charcoal? Are you propane? Or are you working off of that electric? And you got some wood pellets out Lump there. Charcoal and wood pellets. Mm. Two separate grills, but is it does your gl- does your grill plug in? One of them, yeah. See, so, stop it. So, no, but I, yeah, I found it on it. Facebook. No, marketplace no, that doesn't matter. I found it. Uh, you ask, ask my wife. I found it on Facebook Marketplace. Propane, I drove about forty five minutes away because somebody was selling a, a brand new pellet grill for like one hundred and fifty dollars. I am a deal seeker, Kyle. Sure, you I don't disagree with me. that. You know this, but about I also me. know you ain't rocking composite cables in your house. I am. That's not happening. Yeah, it's from when the house was first built, man. Not buying that. I want to. I want to see a picture of it. I, I, I will. If see you can picture. find me plugged in and working, this I is, need proof. This is us hoping <laughs> that your hey, sound actually, quality is amazing. Stop. No, stop, stop, stop. We watched Thor last night. The kids and I watched Thor. Nice. Was it good? Yeah. I was you sleeping. like it? That's like me still out, having Betamax and saying, was, "I'm telling you, it's the slapping. best picture quality. You can laugh it. It's the best picture quality." That laser disc. Hey, listen. If we want to go ahead and create this GoFundMe page, everybody can go ahead and upgrade me if you like to. No. If anybody needs a GoFundMe page, say, it yeah. is not right. that side of the yeah, table. Let's invert the donations. Yeah, no thank you. All right, let's take a look at some news and notes for the Cowboys. A couple moves yesterday, including some corners coming in and working out. At least that was the report put out there yesterday. Now, I, I do want to talk about A.B. here in a little bit. That's where, that's where we're going to start with this whole thing is replacing A.B., and how much, yes, that is going to hurt this Dallas Cowboys defense. And then also, not to mention, where do they go from here? 
what type of strengths and what type of weaknesses do both Nation Wright and Kelvin Joseph bring to the table? But let's start with news and notes. What you got, Pat? Well, we have a, uh, a signing. And, well, an expected signing, not mm-hmm. official quite yet, but it should be made official today. Um, so for those that were saying, you know, while the Cowboys were in their two-day meeting with the uh, with Odell Beckham Jr., oh, they should have been going after a DB. Well, they did, okay, because they can walk and chew gum at the same time. So they worked out both McKenzie Alexander and Tariq McTyler. I'm sorry, McTyre. Let me make sure I mm-hmm. get his name correct. On yesterday, and McKenzie Alexander is should be a familiar name for those who follow the NFL quite frequently and, and quite um, passionately. Uh, former fourth-round pick, he is expected to – went out between those two workouts. So McKenzie Alexander is expected to be signed to the Cowboys practice squad um, probably as early as today so that they can get him into practice. Cowboys obviously are back to practice um, to start preparation for the Houston Texans. That will provide some defensive back depth, specifically cornerback depth in the absence due to the loss, I should say, of Anthony Brown. That means Kendall Sheffield, who is already on the practice squad, will likely uh, either be elevated this week or he might be added to the active roster. Cowboys do have a um, a roster spot available when they move Anthony Brown to IR. They still have that free spot available from the release or waiving of Terrell Basham as well. So got some, some leeway there. Uh, and today will mark the the beginning of the 21-day practice window for one Teron Smith, the guy who uh, potential future Hall of Fame left tackle that'll play next to Tyler Smith when Tyler gets moved to left guard. Ain't that right, IRS? No, <laughs> no. So, and, and um, to cap news and notes, I spoke quickly about OBJ. Uh, Two-day meeting on yesterday concluded around 4.35 p.m. Central Time. OBJ headed out. No deal was struck. No deal is imminent. Cowboys have some concerns, like we said yesterday. Cowboys have some very real concerns about the medical part of it. They don't feel that he'll be available not only for the regular season, but there's a huge question mark on if he'll even be available in the postseason. So, Mm. like I said on yesterday's episode of Talking Cowboys, the conversation likely turned to a 2023 one. Uh, And that's, that's not necessarily what Jerry Jones is looking for. He wants this year to be the year. So uh, OBJ, which is a player that he, Jerry Jones, labeled as an additive to this offense, which I completely agree with. If that additive isn't uh, ready for the postseason in Jerry Jones's eyes, he's saying, well, it's not you know, what, what are we doing here? So, Guys, it's okay. I've got a replacement for Odell Beckham Jr. that's on the free agent market, or at least he's on waivers today. Jalen Darden, former right. North Texas wide receiver. I saw your. I saw you. UNT, baby, bring him home. Come on. If if for those of you out there that watched the draft show, they know that I was super high on Jalen Darden. He was the first North Texas player drafted since like 2003, and he was drafted last year in 2021. So, uh, yeah, I would love for Jalen Darden to come back. If you actually think I'm serious on comparing Jalen Darden to Odell Beckham Jr., shame on you. <laughs> I'm just a North Texas guy, and I want my guy to come play for the Cowboys. That's I saw all I want. that yesterday when I was over in the uh, scouting department mm-hmm. that when the reports came out, and I went, immediately came over to your desk, and you were not oh, there. Oh, I know. Mm. I was I was on my way at a basketball game last night. Oh. I will say, you've got connections in the front office. I need you to go over, over to that side of the building. Beam's got a lot of uh, pull here. 
If you don't know that, you're listening to Talking Cowboys. The big, the, <laughs> the guy that. with the most pull in this entire show isn't the guys on the mics in here. It's the guy running the show in the back right there, right. and that's Chris Beam. That's a fact. So, Beam, I need you to go over there, and I need you to tell him to sign Jalen Darden for me, okay? Thanks. Appreciate quick, you. Quick point of correction because I'm still waking up. Um, okay. Second-round pick, Mackenzie Alexander is a sure. second-round pick of the Minnesota Vikings and just glanced over at his steps stats just to see how many NFL starts he has because obviously he was a starter for the Vikings for several mm-hmm. years. Um, 25 total. He was more, more so a rotational guy for them over the first three seasons or so, but he logged 10 starts uh, just a couple seasons ago in 2020 for Cincinnati uh, before heading back to Minnesota for a quick stint. Now he's here with the Cowboys. Mm. And By the way, I don't see Darden clearing waivers. Yeah, I don't either. But you know, Worth a shot. Uh, you know what this also does? Uh, boy, these, this Cowboys defense does love their reunions. This is a reunion with George Edwards, who was the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings when McKenzie Alexander was up there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, a good point. He was gone r- right around the same time Edwards came here because in 2020 – Alexander signed with the Bengals mm-hmm. on a one-year deal. And then in the middle of that, he had some off-the-field kerfuffles yeah. as well. I think there was like a felony battery charge, but then it was dropped. Right, and right. it was something with a, a his father that was going on right. in there too. But I, I think all of that is kind of water under the bridge at the moment. Uh, but with with him, he, he went to Cincinnati the same year that George Edwards arrived in Dallas. So they both departed at the same time. Right. So that is a, that's a nice little reunion, something yeah. to keep in mind. Kendall Sheffield to Dan Quinn as McKinley Alexander is to George Edwards. Interesting. Now, I want to shift the conversation to cornerbacks, still keeping with those guys. But I, I want to talk about the guy who's not here anymore, Anthony Brown. Mm-hmm. He's gotten a lot of flack, caught a lot, caught a lot of flack over the last couple of years just for inconsistency, but he continues to play at a high level. Even with some of those consistencies, he's still the starter. He's still the guy. He's going to continue to get better and better, and you've seen that throughout the years. He's out for the season now. Torn Achilles suffered in that Week 13 matchup with the Indianapolis Colts. Isaiah, first off, how big of a loss is this? for that that defensive side of the football because AB not being in the fold not only does it shift your rotation but it finds it really it's tough for a, a young group of corners to step up mid-season right it's not what you want at this time of the year it's not what you want period but especially yeah. at this time of the year because now you're asking guys to try to get game ready and have impact over a handful of games in preparation for the most important part of the year season and it sucks for AB you can see the distress on his face. You can see the the pain, the loss, the frustration, everything that goes along with having a you know a substantial injury, which the Achilles is a substantial injury, especially yes, for is. the cornerback. Yeah, I know Barry Church and myself both have torn our Achilles at very important times in our career. Yeah. I think actually we both of us did a contract year, and it sucks. That's what AB's doing right now, exactly right. So we we can relate, we understand, and he'll get back healthy. It will affect his money. It will affect, you know, um, his mindset and everything else going forward. But he he will have an opportunity to come back bigger, faster, stronger, all that jazz. That's not going to mess up his future in that regard. But financially, it's going to hurt him. And then right now, in, in the interim for the Dallas Cowboys, these young guys, Nashawn's got to step up. Kelvin's got to step up. Kelvin Joseph's obviously had more reps on the field at the special team spot. And now he's going to have to convert it over to the cornerback position. Now, what? How, how is that going to affect the roster? Because now somebody else is going to have to take those special teams reps because he's not going to be able to do so without being fatigued to play his actual cornerback position. It's a lot, man. And these guys don't have the reps. These guys are not experienced. This is a compounding problem now because now two of your three starting cornerbacks are now 
done for the year. Yep. Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown, both Absolutely. out. Both out. So now you're asking Trayvon Diggs to do what he does, and now you're asking a Deron Bland to keep playing how he's been playing since camp. Um, he's only had one bad outing. And Kelvin Joseph, Nation on right, hey, fellas, we know you don't have a lot of reps, but step up. And, Get after it. And there's a good you – know, this is a good run of teams – to warm up against because it's not really receiver-heavy teams that we're about to be facing here until until Philadelphia shows up on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. The thing about Anthony Brown is um, sure there are some some holes in his game every once in a while, but he's proven that he can be uh, a, a player that changes the game for the better for the Cowboys, be it with an interception or with um, you know a timely pass breakup. I mean, there are times on more than one occasion, yeah, you know, you you, you can point out. Um, the goal route from Christian Watson that kind of helped springboard Christian Watson in that game and you're absolutely fair in doing so that's just the science of it you got to take the good with the bad but there were also instances where I saw um, Anthony Brown on a PBU on a fade route uh, laying out going full horizontal to prevent it in you know the back corner of the end zone mm-hmm. on a, at least a couple of occasions this season so those are the kind of plays that you're going to lose when you lose Anthony Brown uh, and like you said IRS you can hope that Kelvin Joseph can can take that step. I think we've already seen that Deron Bland has the ability to be a starter in this league. Um, still a rookie, though, but I love when I talked to him, he said that he prepares as a veteran. He said that's what the Cowboys need from him, not a rookie. They need a veteran. Um, so I think he's going to continue to be good. But um, to think that he's going to get an interception or two interceptions every game is not going to happen because he is, in fact, still a rookie. Yep. So he has some things to learn. He's going to have some hiccups. Um, but I'm very confident in Bland. We have been, as a panel, since training camp, he's transferred it over. Fantastic, but you know the Kelvin Joseph versus Nashawn Wright, which is you know someone that IRS is big on, and I, I'm big on it as well. If you go back and look at some of the conversations that we had on the podcast and training camp with myself, Nick Eatman, uh, Derek Eagleton, uh, I, you know I see the upside on Nashawn Wright. I don't think that he's got enough game reps no. to be able to show it to develop, but he's about to, and now we're about to see which side of the tracks he falls on. Uh, and then, again, we got Kendall Sheff- Sheffield Hill reunion with Dan Quinn. Um, he, he's a starter. He, he's been a starter in the league for Dan Quinn. So as insurance goes, now you have Mackenzie Alexander, Kendall Sheffield. Those are your two veteran guys. In the event that your two younger guys, Nashawn Wright, Kelvin Joseph, don't necessarily take the leap that you yeah. would like to see or the leap that Deron Bland is already taking. So is this what, what you want to add? In your, I love Nation Wright, yeah, and I want to see him get more reps. Right? Okay, and you know I've been I've been a Nation Wright guy, and you know I haven't been. Yeah, I know you. Have I, I like Nation as a guy. I just I don't I see it. I, I don't see it. I had him as a 450th ranked prospect in the you. 2021 draft for a reason. I get it. I want to see him have the opportunity to develop, and then we'll have opportunity to see what he can do. Yeah. But I I like his intangibles. I like his. Um, the assets that he brings and the potential from what well, I've like seen. You said, well, like you said, this is this is the first of, of two games that, you know, as far as timing goes, you hate to, no matter what part of the season is, you hate to lose a guy like Absolutely. A. No but doubt. if you're going to lose him, um, lose him on the stretch. Lose him <laughs> as you prepare for Davis Mills. Yeah. Right. You're <laughs> not you're not going up against Aaron Rodgers and, and correct. So Joe Burrow, you know, and your break glass. Don't forget your break glass scenario. Obviously, you have the guys on on practice squad, but your break glass is Israel McCormick. That's absolutely true because he played corner in in college. He's playing safety for the most part in the NFL. Snap counts. I mean, you always like looking at snap counts in terms of usage and rotation. Anthony Brown, 430 snaps in Mm -hmm. coverage Mm -hmm. alone. 
730 total. Mm-hmm. Jordan Lewis had six games. He had 315 total snaps. Deron Bland is still underneath that at 313, and he played in eight games. And the reason I didn't say Deron Bland a moment ago is in terms of replacing Anthony Brown, it's because I partially see him as the already replacement for Jordan Lewis. He's been in the rotation. He's been playing. There's a reason why he's seeing the majority of the snaps. He'll continue to be out there. My question is, who gets the majority of the snap count out of Kelvin Joseph, uh, Kendall Sheffield thrown into the fold there, too, and then, like you mentioned, Nashawn Wright? It'll be Kelvin Joseph first. That's what I thought, too. So with that being said, is this make or break for those two guys in Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright? This is the best opportunity they've had to this point in their season, or at this point in their career, to show what they can do as a starting corner or as a rotational corner in the case of Nation Wright. This if they don't if they don't show up here, where do they show up? This is their preseason evaluation. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. I, I think it's um it's more of a, a now or never for Nashawn than it is for Kelvin. Um because all, although Kelvin for for whatever reason has become a penalty magnet, mm-hmm. um he's also shown that he can be a very impactful special teams guy. So uh, unfortunately, you haven't seen the middle ground between him. He's either getting penalized or he's making a, a, a big tackle as a gunner on special teams. Um, but he's going to get a little bit of grace because he's the former second-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is only his second year in Dan Quinn's system or with the Cowboys, period. Now, Nashawn Wright, slightly different situation, doesn't have nearly as much grace as far as the draft status is concerned. Um, and for whatever reason, and I'm not going to say for whatever reason. There, there seems to be a reason that Dan Quinn and Al Harris haven't really given him the reps yet over Kelvin Joseph in preparation for this particular moment. Um, so I feel like to answer that question, I think Kelvin Joseph will get a little bit more grace unless he completely bombs as a cornerback. Um, but Nishan Wright, he's really, really going to have to step up and, and make sure that he shows something so he can remain on the roster next year. Do you agree with the the? Kind of that that breakup in terms of how this rotation is going to go and where the pressure lies on these guys. Yep, this is when you get slotted. This is the draft slot. This is, mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. is just the reality grace of the league. No grace. Yeah, it's the, you get more opportunities and you're held to a higher I mean, standard. Wright is still a top 100 pick. I mean, let's yeah, not yeah, sneeze yeah. No, 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 at no, it. Not, let's not let's be real though. Like Kelvin Joseph is going to get the first opportunities yep. because of where he was drafted. Mm-hmm. Kelvin Joseph was going to get the first opportunities in special teams because where, where he he's drafted. drafted. Yeah. And they're going to give him the first right of refusal to go out here and make some plays. Now, if he doesn't do so, then obviously they will judge him accordingly based off of that. But He's going to get those first opportunities. What he does with it, we'll see. Bottom line, and we'll get to this in the offseason, you know, after the Cowboys finish playing in February. Um, Cornerback is Mid-February. Cornerback is is probably the biggest position of D now. Um, Because on the Anthony Brown front, Mm. uh, Isaiah makes a very valid point. Whether you like it or not, this is a business, and this is going to be this injury goes into the conversation now. Obviously, Anthony Brown is is very loved within the organization, so mm-hmm. I could I definitely see him coming back. But it will probably go to a one year, prove it, make let me you know show me that you're yeah. I mean, because I mean, even when he does get back healthy, it won't be till June or July. Exactly. So it he, might be later than he, that. He's going to start on pup. It's he's going to start on pup. It took me six too. months. He's going to start on pup from your Achilles. From my Achilles. Was it a complete tear? Oh yeah, I ruptured. Okay, so yeah. that's where he's at, my, too. My so, prediction after the news came out after the game was that he's going to miss training camp and the preseason. Ooh, and yeah, He should miss training camp. I, I think he misses training camp. I think he starts on pub. 
Well, none of us are doctors, so we're not going to argue about yeah. it. No, I'm, and I'm plus just, we don't know the, we I'm also don't know the from, extent. Yeah, of the, and from I can only your speak from experience, that's right? Yeah. That's, that's from that's my true. personal experience. I had a complete rupture of my Achilles. They had to go up and pull it down from my calf. That's fair. Reattach it, double loop it, but all how, that kind of stuff. PRP injections, all that kind of stuff. Like, that's what I had to do too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> however you slice it, cornerback's going to be a position of need. Yeah. And yeah. Kelvin Joseph and Deshaun Wright have a a primo opportunity right now to. Convince the Cowboys it's not as much of a need as they might otherwise suspect. So, yeah, a premium opportunity right now. Yeah. This is the best chance they've had throughout their entire career. And might have. And you're right. Maybe ever have. <laughs> might ever have. To make a statement in that Cowboys secondary. You know who's been making statements, though? That Cowboys front seven. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That defensive line. The run defense has been getting better. You could see the improvement over the last three weeks. They are not giving up chunk yardage at the same rate that they did previously. Still maybe some some holes to fix, something to, to kind of patch up a little bit. But for the most part, it has been solid. However, this week they've got another test. Damian Pierce, the hottest rookie running back yeah. in the league right now, coming to town. We'll talk about the Texans offense and the challenges they present when we come back on Talking Cowboys. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Isaiah's still doing his Christmas shopping, trying to get ready to roll for December 24th, which is mm. where the first Christmas hits. That's you got right. that, that Christmas Eve after the game. I heard a little birdie tell me yesterday, Isaiah. I heard a birdie, too. Did you hear that birdie? I speak I speak. Did you hear, hear it chirping a little bit? I speak fluent. It's not official yet, but we're we're not about being official in here. We're about giving you the inside scoop tea, here baby. on Talking Cowboys. Give you the tea. 
Apparently, they liked us being out at the stadium so much. What? Good chance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Good chance. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We could be doing our show from out there on Christmas Eve for Let's the Cowboys go. and the Eagles. Let's go. Yeah. Doing, doing a little Cowboys pregame live mm. deal again. It's maybe, only right. It's maybe only that right. time we'll see a talking Cowboys sign. It's, maybe. It's only right. Maybe. Uh, also, that reminds me, I've got to do a holiday read here. Give the gift of the Cowboys this holiday season with the Dallas Cowboys United membership. Gift your super fan and annual fan club membership and a fan pack for as little as $20. Tis the season. Learn more at DallasCowboys.com slash United. All right. Damian Pierce and company. Houston Texans come rumbling into town. And I know Davis Mills was the quarterback name thrown out there. But, of course, Kyle Allen has also been starting for Houston the last couple games. And there's been a back and forth. We still don't know who's necessarily starting, right? Or have they named a starter yet? If they have, I've missed it. It doesn't matter who the starter is. Well, then tell me about what that offense brings to the table. Nothing. Nothing at all. Not even a running back? No, no. They have a heck of a running back. Uh, (laughs) Damian Pierce out of Florida, the rookie, 860-plus yards this year. He is a complete dog. Um, we face the best that this league has to offer, or uh, almost the best. Mm-hmm. We, we, there's one, one more, more guy yeah, coming. More. But <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys defense has faced everything except for the freaking juggernaut that is, you know, Henry uh, this year. And they now know how to handle offenses that feature backs. They know how to handle offenses that are run-first offenses. There's no question that the Houston Texans are not a good football team, but this dude is a really good player. And – much like I always say, you better approach every game like it's a doggone Super Bowl mm-hmm. and, and, and handle it the right way. You need to make sure that you hit this dude in his mouth because he's going to hit you in the mouth. So what did Mike Tyson say? Everybody got a plan until they get punched, they get in, punched the in the mouth. So you better make sure that you get your 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 two uh, your two biscuits in first. Because, Biscuit Bob. Yeah, because he's going to come at you for sure. And, and you're right. And the thing is, for the Cowboys, you, you have to now love the confidence they have um, as a run D versus what it was a month ago, uh, you know, coming off of that 200-plus yard game in a, in a collapse in Green Bay, mm-hmm. they fixed it. Yep. Delvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, and now Jonathan Taylor. And for those that were, you know, waiting for Jonathan Hankins mm. to kind of really get his his legs in the Dan Quinn system, well, you saw it against Jonathan Taylor. He had four tackles on – four of his five tackles were on Taylor. One was for – one was a tackle for a loss. And Taylor – um, versus Jonathan Hankins in that A and B gap, averaged only one and a half yards per carry. There's it's not where you want to go. Only one and a half yards per carry for Jonathan Taylor going up against Jonathan Hankins. Hankins is already showing his value, uh, and he's going to have to show it again here yeah. uh, against <laughs> against this young man because this young man he's can dude, man. he can get it going. He yeah. can get it going, and he's one of only um, two. Uh, and, and I don't say this to to not respect any of the other players because, again, if you're in the NFL, you're one of the best in yeah. the world, period. Um, but as far as the Cowboys' defense is concerned, they really only have to concern themselves with Pierce and Brandon Cooks. And obviously the speed of Cooks, which isn't the same speed as it was, you know, two, three years ago, Correct. but he can still get in that gear. He still got it. He can still get in that great. gear. For me, it's Diggs, Cooks, and then the rest is, you know, can Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright and that conglomerate of cornerbacks the Cowboys try to figure out what are they going to do against Aikens and some of these other guys, Uh, Nico Collins, for example. So that's really where it, you know, kind of trickles down. But here we are, uh, yet another week, and the science is the science. Cowboys stop. The running back, mm-hmm. who is a dynamic running back, and the rest will fall into place because Davis Mills just—he's not it. Do you? Would you agree 
that this guy, in my opinion, is one of the top three violent running backs in the league. He chooses violence. Yeah, yeah, on a daily basis. That's kind of violent runner. That's I mean, what he like, was coming out of Florida too. And he's I mean, that, in that was like the guy. He wants you to come? Yeah, and try to like he, like he, <clears throat> you is is Marshawn ish. Yeah, it reminds me of Marshawn. Yeah, like, don't compare the two. Not comparing the two. I'm talking about there's there's the, there's, the, there's the decision features. for violence. Yeah, there's features saying. in his running like, style. Come get some. The first guy yeah. typically isn't going going to get him down. Yeah, sure, come get and some. Just because you're grabbing his ankle. Doesn't mean that he's just gonna submit and go to the ground. Like he will sled drive you with one leg if he has to. Like he, like that's the type of that's the type of urgency that this guy has. So I have a high regard for him and his approach to the game because he brings that physicality back to the game of football, and I absolutely love it. You wanna you wanna hear my my draft scouting report on him? This is what what it was. This is the pro that I had. A walking highlight reel on his film. Balanced and physical with a lateral ability to navigate behind the line of scrimmage. He has the ability to change direction quickly and makes him extremely tough to bring down. A lot of that because of his physicality. Not the explosion. This is the con. Not the explosion you'd expect from a guy with his build into the draft class with a big question mark over his production. Never had more than 575 yards in a single season. Uh oh. (laughs) Here he is as a rookie going for 800 plus. He's going to hit 1,000 this year. Oh, yeah. He doesn't get hurt. No doubt about it. Yeah, Ricky season. Easy. And, and then you also have to contend with him out of the backfield as a receiver as well. Um, I mean, not to say that he's, you know, gonna Dalvin Cook you out of the receiver as a receiver out of the backfield or Tony Pollard you. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you allow him to get a little bit of space, he's gonna make the first guy miss. Nice. And then all of a sudden that possible, you know, TFL for one yard, a one yard loss turns into a four yard gain, maybe a seven yard gain, and now it's third and short versus third and mid, third and long <laughs> when your pass rush can pin their ears back. So uh you you stop Pierce and the rest of the game really will fall into your lap. No different from what happened against the Indianapolis Colts. I've got another oh this is in my over overview section of this report it says unlike some of the other backs in this class he isn't a home run threat as much as he is just a bowling ball bruiser wasn't overused either with minimal production this season despite having under 600 yards each of the last two years he has still found his way in the end zone 13 times in 2021 so a bruiser a short yardage guy but more importantly He's being used. Yep. He's being utilized now. They're giving else. him the rock because there's nobody else to go to. Yeah, that's true. I think that this is, in regards to his violence, his violent running style, I, I think this is the most physical back that Dallas has faced this year. Now there's the most physical back that's going to be will be going to go play here in, in a few weeks. But I think this is the most physical back. there. We've played some really good running backs. But in terms of physicality and running style, I have to put him as the most physical we've played. We, I think I can Taylor, agree with Mixon. I mean, we've played, we play some dudes sure now. Not, we play some, yeah. some dudes. Mixon, Cook. Saquon twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Would you throw Saquon into that conversation? No, he, he's, he's not as, he's not he's not as physical runner. as he no, used to he's be. He's more of a Barry Sanders. Yeah. yeah. He's not a violent runner. Yeah, he's more of a Barry Sanders. I, um, yeah. I mean, I'm looking down the I list. Think, I'm looking at it too. I th- I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe Miles Sanders. Maybe no, no, no. two totally different. You know what? Chances. I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah. Okay. Looking at this list, I think you're. So, I'm looking. So right. I'm looking for that challenge. Leonard Fournette this, don't bring this like isn't he used the same to. Fournette. This yeah. isn't the Jackson. Five years Fournette. ago, yes. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm throwing no, names. No, for sure. I, I I'm looking forward to Dallas handling that test. Now I think that overall, I mean, obviously, we gotta wait till Friday, but overall, Dallas should handle this handily. But I'm looking forward to seeing how they handle a back that just refuses to go down. Hmm. I it's funny because whenever Dallas gave up their second straight 
back-to-back 200-yard rushing game against Green Bay. They would yep. given up 200-plus against Chicago, 200-plus against Green Bay. I tweeted out, and it got a lot of traction. Here's the upcoming schedule for the Cowboys run-wise. Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Damian Pierce, Travis Etienne, the Eagles in Week 16, Derrick Henry in Week 17, and then I ran out of characters or else I would have said the Washington Commanders in Week 18. However, you look at the, the success that they've had. Dalvin Cook, 72 yards, no touchdowns. Saquon Barkley had 39 yards and one touchdown. It was a two-yard run after he had to try like three times to get into the end zone. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, 82 yards. Did he end up with a touchdown in that game? I don't no, think so. He did not. Uh, yeah, no, he didn't. So, 82 yards. They've kept these three guys, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, which you could categorize as one of the best running backs Yes. Trios yeah, sure. that you'll face in, in in back-to-back-to-back weeks all year long. And then you've got Damian Pierce. Why am I more scared of Damian Pierce? Because uh, the Khalil Herbert and, and uh, Chicago Bears show certainly showed that if you continue to run at him, they're going to break down. But why is that different now than it was back whenever you did play Chicago? I don't think you fear him. Mm-hmm. I think you, you look – if you were going to have a, a list – of styles of backs mm-hmm. that you're going to face. This is just a box that has been that's unchecked right now. Mm-hmm. We haven't faced a back like this. No, we we faced much better offense. That's where the word we face. Yeah, we face much better running games. We you know scheme wise, all that kind of stuff. But in terms of backs like this, this is just a dude. I mean, you think back to Marshawn when he was at Buffalo. You didn't fear Buffalo's offense, but you you better respect the dude that was in the backfield. Perfect. You know, so I mean, that's what this is. And Dallas doesn't fear them, but it's okay. Let's take this on because we're gonna we're gonna most likely face somebody like this down the road, or you know, what I'm saying, or, or offenses that are gonna be diligent in running the ball down the road. So let's let's check this box too. Well, you're you're about to, and, and I wholeheartedly agree after looking at the list that this is the most physical back. Mm-hmm. Pierce is the most physical back they faced, um, but they're gonna face a similar one, uh, <laughs> a bigger one. Not well, not not even Derek. Oh, we know gotcha. what Derek can Ooh. do, but. Because that's the obvious. So let's look past Derek just a little bit. Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson being back for for the Washington Commanders. You're going to face him in the final Mm -hmm. game of the season. And you don't know just yet what the impact on that game would be as far as your seating is concerned. So if that's a game that still matters to the Cowboys as far as clinching, as far as still having a shot at number one, whatever the case may be, um, Brian Robinson is another one that's in a similar vein as Damian Pierce in that here's the young guy that's not a ton of NFL film on, and he is just down, dirty, and physical, Mm. and he just wants you to hit him so he can make you remember him when you wake up in the morning. He's like a Frazier. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So he's going to throw his punches, Damian Pierce, Mm. but – I wouldn't say that I am George more Foreman. concerned with Damian Down Pierce because goes Frazier. Yeah, right, classic. <laughs> but once you sh- have shown me that you can bottle up Dalvin Cook, shut down Saquon Barkley, and then bottle up Jonathan Taylor in a span of three yeah. consecutive games, two of those in a four games in a four day span. You close the folder. Right, Hankins is coming <laughs> along now. Everybody's executing. The edges are being set. Barr is now back on the field, and they're rotating him with Damone Clark. You know who hasn't even touched the field yet? Talk to me. Tack? No. Talk to me. <laughs> Talk Never. to me, and which is a great point because we, we will see Buzz, Buzz, Hive, Hive. We will see if Tack um, McKinley Buzz, gets elevated uh, from the practice squad this week to help um, contain a, a talent like Damian Pearson. For those that were wondering, and you, you'll see, you're wondering if Tack McKinley is simply an edge rusher. The answer is 
Hell no. Ooh. H <laughs> E no. double hockey sticks. Hell no. He's also a, a edge setter against the run, uh, the likes of which that are, I'm not going to say equal to, but comparable to what Demarcus Lawrence does on that level. So, side. is this a good week that, if you were a coach, would you activate him to get his feet wet I in would. this game? Here we go. You okay. got two games to to refine him in your system before the all important Christmas Eve game. We keep talking about these next two games, how important they can be as far as test drives for cornerbacks, Kelvin mm-hmm. Joseph, Deshaun Wright, et cetera. You still got to win those games. Yeah, no, you have to win those games, but it's a, a prime opportunity. To, first of all, you should all respect to these two organizations um, because, like Trayvon Diggs said, anybody can lose. Yep. Period. Anybody can lose. But if you are on your game as the Cowboys, you should be able to yeah. step on the field yes. and it's a win against these two teams. Correct. So because there's so much of a discrepancy between ability and and just prowess overall, you have a time a window right now where you can test drive some of your rotations offensive okay. line wise, uh cornerback wise, McKinley wise. So with that said, would you rest Micah this week? No. Oh no. No. Why? Did, did I answer quick enough? No. Why? Why? It, we, he just made a no. great point that you should handle this in the preseason no. game. Yeah, it now still counts see, that's, the that's same. Two different things. Stop. I'm just yeah. talking about rest, rest and play. You wanna, Test driving you and, and, and you want to assure if this is the NBA, you would do it. You just want to make sure no. that you're yeah, that you're the that NBA your most, 82 games. Your most effective guy. Cowboys don't have ensure that, that he's healthy. No, no. If no, he's a little no. beat up, give him a chance. No, Cowboys don't have that luck. You're hoping, hoping and praying right now. You can't win this game without Micah. You can, but you. you but why would you're you? not in a position to be resting, guys? Okay, just, just absolutely, asking. just asking. Absolutely, somebody tweeted. To, it's, I mean, it sounded like you were saying that we're no. about to just wipe the floor with these guys and our and our, and our backups that, can beat these guys. Up. Run it back because that's okay. not what it said. That's what it just sounded I, like. You I know said I mean? the discrepancy is such that between the two organizations, be it the Cowboys and the Texans, Cowboys and the Jaguars, is that you have a window of opportunity that you can test drive things like your offensive line uh, okay. rotation, cornerback rotation okay. for Anthony Brown replacement, and your defensive in rotation, Tack McKinley, to see where things okay. need to be settled by the time Christmas Eve arrives. But that's different from saying rest. Okay, guys. so let me ask you this: What if you get up by by twenty one by the end of the first? Micah's half? not coming out, man. Okay. You saw him. Yeah, you the know that's not happening. Not saying, coming out. I'm just Somebody saying. tweeted at us yesterday when I put up the poll about the Cowboys' offensive line. They said Isaiah's off his rocker, and I tried to defend him. I really did. Now I'm starting to agree, <laughs> agree with him. I think now I'm starting to think you are off your rocker. Hey. That's okay, though. Hey. It's okay. You're throwing out some We're questions. About, what's their record again? Who's that? Cowboys? The rec- no, the Texans. One ten and one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not not great. And you don't you not don't great. want it to be two ten and one. So yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. get, out, get out there. We're, we're not saying, saying it's gonna be that close. We're not we're not saying no. get out there and lollipop against these guys. Get out there and hammer them the same way you did the Colts. Keep you know Mamba mentality all the way through. I'm Let's do it again, in the first I, quarter as I, opposed to the I fourth bring that quarter up. this time. I bring that up because chances are very Why slim. Why not both? I, Sweet. Listen, I bring that up because if you're going to handle this game in which I think the way we all believe that the Dallas Cowboys can. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is an opportunity. I'm not saying don't activate them and don't play them, but maybe a half. You take some of your main guys out. If you're in that position at that point in the game, mm-hmm. to take some of your main guys out because the chances are very slim that you're going to get a first round by if things keep the way they're going. Yeah, you're going to have to turn around and play. So between now and the game that you would like to get to, there's no weeks off. If you have – right? if you're up by – I'm not mm-hmm. even going to say three possessions. If you're up by three touchdowns, yes. that's two different That's things. what I'm talking about. If you're up by three touchdowns and you're in the third quarter, I would start pulling guys. 
Okay, that, so, that so, you're on, so you're on. You're on okay. I'm fine with that. All right. But as far as going into the no, game, no, no, say, that's, Micah, that's why I changed it. Take that's a why I changed it. That's what I said. If you're fair. up by three touchdowns by halftime, yeah. do you pull your guys up? Because yes. that's the reality, yeah. Kyle. Yes. You yeah, gotta, probably. You got an eight week sprint. And that's right? when you yeah. really, that's when you also. You can't start lose. To, you can't lose. You can't lose. The destination that you're trying to get to is eight weeks away. Yes? Yes. Yes. No breaks. No doubt. No breaks. No gas, no breaks. Hopefully, you catch a break. Like I said, you're hoping and you praying. See what you see what I'm saying? Hoping and praying right now that yeah, Philadelphia that, loses. Yeah, but that but right I'm now it doesn't with. look that way. So the chances are you're not going to get a bye. So with that said, when can you find some space to rest some of your guys? We're finding space right now to take a break. So we're going to rest our guys right now. We'll be right back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, everybody. Dak Prescott is this year's Cowboys nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award, presented by Nationwide, recognizing NFL players for outstanding community service off the field and excellence on the field. Help Dak earn a $25,000 donation to his Faith Fight Finish Foundation by voting on Twitter. You can tweet or retweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Dak Prescott through January 8th. Vote Dak right now. WPMOY challenge. That's the hashtag. And then you got to put Dak Prescott on the back end of that through January 8th. Welcome back in to Talking Cowboys. Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Guys, did you know that there's a trophy for this game? Did you know that? No. There's, Tell there's me a, more, Kyle. Did you know that there's a trophy for this I game? There used to be. It, I think it's still a thing, kind of. Is it the Governor's Cup? It's the Governor's Cup, 
And the Texans currently own it at the moment because they won the most re- recent regular season game, 19-16, uh, back in 2018. That was an overtime game. The Cowboys lost down in Houston. Nobody makes Some of you that. remember that. Uh, but, yeah, two NFL franchises play every four years during the regular season and occasionally during the preseason. The Governor's Cup has been awarded to the winner since the Houston Oilers hosted the Dallas Cowboys at Rice Stadium on September 3rd, 1967. Mm-hmm. In that game, the Cowboys snagged a 30-17 to victory. And then, of course, when the Oilers moved to Tennessee and then Houston got the expansion franchise, they picked it back up in 2002. So currently it's down in Houston, and it's sitting down there. This is from the Bullock Museum. I mean, this is from like a legitimate site, historical site. But there's a Governor's Cup for that. How about that? Oh, congratulations to Houston. Yeah, they won it back in 2018. They're about to get it taken right back. I think we I think we should petition Jerry because they don't even have it on on – like display, like it's not even on display down there. I think we should just get Jerry whenever the Cowboys win this weekend. Just put it right here. I think that'd be good. Yeah, let's have some fun. It's with pretty that. solid. Let's At least it would be kind of on display, right? Let's have some fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Final couple minutes here of the preview for the Cowboys defense. I was going to say rest deck in the Texas offense. <laughs> he said it in the break. I heard it. He said it. He said this it. Cooper Rush show again. <laughs> Anything that hey, we... That's a valid point, though. I, no, it's not. No, it's it not. is a valid it's point. Not. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's not. All right. You're 9-3. I, ho- I hope we don't have to bring this conversation up again. Listen. I hope we don't have to bring this conversation up again. I know where you're going with again. that, but... Resting completely, or are we talking no, about second half, guys? second half. Okay, that's fine. Not not the entire... That one's fine, half. but we're talking about the whole game. No, 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 you're no, in the middle of... brought up that as a question, but my real question was the second half. Like, okay, take care of the first half. Oh, that one's fine. I'm not worried about that you're in the middle of the third quarter, and you're up no, 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 no. I'm talking halftime. No, you got to. They got to yeah. come out in the third quarter. Okay, at least to, to reestablish. Okay, in the third quarter, make sure everything's good and settled and where it needs mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. And then once you feel that everything is, then you can start pulling okay. them. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm superstitious, so um, <laughs> I don't like the fact that we're talking about pulling guys in the third quarter no, this for is a only game to, that's this, on Sunday. No, this is only to address. His question. He posed the question. We're just a- answering the question. We didn't. We we didn't pose this. Question. I, but, like, we're, yeah, but we're talking getting, about it like as a means head. of answering. Yeah. Listen. This is, this, is, this is Isaiah's crazy. Hey, listen up. Protect chicanery. Team. That's all I'm gonna say. Win games. Yeah, that's where I'm. No, at. absolutely. That's what I said. Secure the bag Win in the first games. half. You don't think that you could beat? You could finish off a three touchdown league against the Texans. I think you without could. your starters. Listen, I think you could, but I also think this is the same Cowboys team that was twenty one nineteen going into the fourth against the Indianapolis Colts. Sure. So, you, you yes, they okay. can and I, they should. I Will agree. they though? That is to be. I agree. Determined. Don't play with your food. Correct. I mean, go get don't after play it. With your food. I, I I love saying that. Eight it's like the third sprint. time I've said it this year. Yeah, eight week sprint. But. Don't play with your food. Go after, get it, take care of business in the first half. Then we can talk. Eight weeks, bro. Then we can talk. Yeah. But yeah. until that well, point happens. Talk about the R one. I hear you. No. Yeah. For, clinch the playoff spot first of all. Second I hear you. of all, let's see how things shake out atop the division and the conference before we start talking about that R word. What does it take? I know we're talking about, pulling, pulling guys. Is I know we're talking about guys getting more reps, and you know some pulling of our young guys. guys from some R. of our young guys need more exposure. I heard all these things, but then you know, guys are backpedaling now. Hmm. Yeah, is that right? Nation needs to play more. Kelvin needs to play more. Deron Bland needs They're to play about more. To. You know, you got you got young defensive linemen that need to play more. I'm just saying, and, and they but will. Yeah. But you don't rest, guys. Okay. That's just a part of the rotation. Pull guys 
if you're up big in the third quarter, you can start pulling. The Isaiah's just out. trying to set something up. That's yeah. all this is. He's just trying to. He's trying. Isaiah to said, "Rest all the, the starters." He's poking the bear. The That's all it team. is. Isaiah he's said, "Rest all the starters against the Texans." Poking the bear. <laughs> I'm That's with what it. He said. All right, <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. The Cowboys defense. Or, excuse me, the Cowboys offense versus the Texans defense. He's got me flipped around. Cowboys offense. Can they have more success? Can they continue to run the football well as the Texans defense comes to town? For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!